Welcome back. Now, South Africa's Department of Home Affairs has recommended a comprehensive review of the International Treaty on Refugee Protection, citing a serious mistake in not placing limitations on the socio-economic rights for asylum seekers. The proposed overhaul aims to address the escalating financial burden on the country's resources caused by current refugee system. We unpack this in greater detail now with Business Days. Governor Kumalo Kabalo, always a pleasure and a good afternoon to you. Good afternoon to you and good afternoon to the viewers at home. Governor, maybe you can help us uh, by touching on the 1951 convention as well as the 1967 protocols and how they inform where we are today uh, with the Minister of Home Affairs looking to overhaul our system. The, the, the 1951 convention, really, uh, convention, as the name relates, uh, was emanates from 1951. It was in response to, to World War II, primarily in Europe, which displaced about 60 million people. So the world was crippling, or Europe, rather, was crippling on how to, to, to cater for that situation where 60 million people were stateless, uh, in quotation marks, and then put... Uh, forward a document on which rights and protections refugees uh, must be accorded by hosting countries. And really the 1967 was just an extension of the 1951 convention to have a more global appeal and not just respond to Europe's uh, refugee crisis at the time, uh, but to give it more of a world field to cater for the entire universe, uh, so to say. And welcome, Governor. Uh, there were also reservations here. Uh, let's talk about those reservations, but also maybe with emphasis here on South Africa, because I believe this is exactly uh, where the minister is looking uh, to make changes. Yes, uh, the countries who have adopted these two pieces of, 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 of international order, really, um, so, uh, you are allowed as a, as, a, as a state to put what they call reservations, to say, yes, we'll, we'll accommodate refugees, but we will deny them certain rights, whether it's economic or socio-economic rights, uh, whether it comes to schooling or participation in the labor force. So what would have happened is that South Africa under the apartheid government was not party to these uh, agreements, international agreements. We only became party after the 1994 democratic breakthrough when we did not, as a, as a country, uh, have reservations, meaning we accepted each and every clause that were in these agreements. Uh, so this has presented the government with a dilemma as the, as the years went on, where we literally, as this government said, we grant all rights enjoyed by South Africans to refugees. So I think now with the economy where it is and the fiscal where it is, I think it's an easy way out for government to say, no, maybe we made a mistake and we should have curtailed rights extended to asylum seekers. So that's, that's my own interpretation of it, that and what is likely to come is, 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 is severe restrictions on rights extended to refugees because our courts have uh, continuously uh, asserted that um, even refugees uh, must be accorded with the same rights extended to citizens. So, of course, this is a white paper coming out of that Department of Home Affairs, Gabalo. So let's also speak about some of the commentary, though, that has accompanied it. The minister has come on to say that the, the current state of the system has given rise to, uh, the words are, belligerent groups that are for and against uh, the system. Uh, speak to us about that. 
Uh, he, he, the, the document is not explicit and the minister, but one can surmise, I mean, uh, due to latest developments, I mean, the current minister, Agon Mutsuale, has had several uh, legal run-ins with uh, NGOs, you know, the likes of your Helen Suzman Foundation. And so one might uh, connect the dots uh, there and say maybe it's uh, implying that the NGOs who have uh, taken the fight of, of of refugees really to even the highest court in the land in trying to protect their rights. Uh, for government really from Mutsuale decided is to, to because now the, the courts have to revert to the constitution uh, in absence of any international agreements. And then it is going to be an interesting fight going forward because our constitution is, is regarded as one of the world's best due to the rights it affords everybody who stays in the country, whether a citizen or not. Uh, it does not say those who are born in South Africa, they need to guarantee rights for everybody living in the country. So I foresee legal challenges to some of the proposals that might emanate uh, from this uh, white paper. Of course, uh, you know, he's also uh, mentioned he has some very important, I think, aspects for everybody. The issue of the fiscus and financial strain for the country. Also, the issue of uh, criminals and criminology and criminal syndicates, I think, uh, in South Africa. And I'm keen to get your thoughts on that. Uh, I agree that there will certainly be a lot of pushback. I'm wondering about uh, the cases for it, you know, just to be maybe be devil's advocates here. I wonder what see how um, amending um, or repealing the acts as they are will solve the criminality that has beset the home affairs, to be honest with you. I mean, we had last year a case of uh, uh, Pakistani nationals taking over a whole uh, office of home affairs and working overnight. Uh, there's no uh, uh, act that is going to prevent people from acting corruptly because uh, these syndicates, so-called syndicates, they don't operate on their own account. They have to bribe uh, government officials, and we have already strict laws when it comes to corruption and combating corruption. But um, Home Affairs has been one of the nerve centers where people will just sell uh, you know, passports, uh, visas, and, 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 and the likes. So I don't see how, uh, in the true sense of the word, a piece of legislation will stop what is really a national uh, pandemic, which is corruption? So interesting uh, that we, uh, be, we we call it, we, it is corruption, uh, Gabelo, as uh, you mentioned it. I'm also keen uh, to get your thoughts here then on what it means for the Department of Home Affairs as a whole. You've mentioned that it's been in court quite a bit to defend uh, some of, uh, you know, the legislations that it's been trying to put into place and some of uh, the new interventions it's been trying to place to protect uh, South Africa's uh, borders and to protect uh, even, I guess, itself here, as it says, uh, in terms of the fiscus and crime. Uh, is it possible to legislate our way out of where we are in South Africa right now uh, in terms of, uh, you know, immigration, immigrants, uh, crime and corruption, like you're saying? Uh, is, it, is it possible? Um, it might be, but I'm doubtful. Um, you know, as somebody who has been following uh, the immigration story, um, we will know that uh, with next year's election coming, uh, the issue of immigration or illegal immigrants is, is, is increasingly taking center stage. I guess the uh, low hanging fruit is to safeguard our borders, um, but um, you can also put legislation in place. But I see it as a knee-jerk reaction from a government that has completely lost control of the uh, uh, immigrant issue and the fiscal is taking a beating. So they have to be seen to be doing something about it ahead of a, of a of a hotly contested election because our courts have numerous times. I mean, as recently as last month, the Concord, I mean, um, gave a judgment that um, 
people suspected of being illegal immigrants must appear uh, in court within 48 hours of them being arrested like a normal citizen would. So this is just trying to also wrestle control from the judiciary, which has increasingly set the tone for the legislature due to its failures to come up with uh, constitutional laws uh, in place. So we'll see if these uh, new laws coming uh, will meet the constitutional master. But I don't think a piece of legislation will stop, will, will make it pos- uh, impossible for people to walk from neighboring countries, literally, to South Africa on a daily basis. I don't see how that is possible. Makolo, thank you so much for joining us today. It's always a pleasure hearing from you. That was Companies and Market Editor for Business Day, Kabelo Kumalo.